On this episode of The Playbook, I have Aaron Kay, chairman of the Alkaline Water Company, and we're gonna talk about the big man, how Shaquille O'Neal has impacted the company and the partnership and the spirit of excellence. Join me for all this and more on The Playbook. This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host, David Meltzer. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook here at Blue Wire Studios at The Win. I am so excited because I have an old friend virtually who's now a new friend in person, the amazing Aaron Kay. He is the chairman of Alkaline Water Company. I don't know which is growing faster, and my 11-year-old son or Alkaline uh, Water Company. You guys are just blowing up. What do you contribute the growth? I mean, during COVID especially, you're a water company. How have you seen such extraordinary growth over the last 18 months? A team first. Like I've, you and I have talked about this in the past, and one of the most enjoyable weeks I've had was last week. I met basically every single employee in the company. And as the chair, I'm not management, but getting to sit down with the entire sales team, the management team, and a bunch of the, the new employees that we brought in um, has really elevated the brand. And then obviously we signed a significant uh, deal called five, six months ago with Shaquille which externally I don't think the world's really started to see yet because we haven't pushed commercials, but internally we're really feeling it. Uh, brokers, retailers, and, and what's happening internally with sales is, is pretty significant. You know what's so interesting is I have worked my entire career with what I call the bug light uh, approach or strategy. And to me, because of the way that we've merged this virtual world with real traditional media, so you have a whole traditional media campaign, but it's amplified with digital content. And when you have one of the most recognizable people on earth, Shaquille O'Neal, who's also one of the most kind people, just a very strong uh, brand to uh, tie into, where have you seen just the virtual stuff and the the, uh, secondary amplification? Because you haven't launched the true traditional stuff yet. Where have you seen that been most impactful in using Shaq? Shaq's its own brand. Like who Shaquille has his become. His own country, I think. <laughs> right, yeah. He's, he's basically, he's one that, you know, as one of his good friends said, he's like the largest moving mammal, right? And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, his persona and how he treats people is, is really unique. And, and when he gets embodied into a brand and really behind it, he just does things naturally. So, you know, he's posted things digitally and, and utilized his social media platform himself that's pushed things. TikTok, he did a video the other day just beatboxing to our bottle. And these things go viral or people made fun of him on a set that he's doing because he had shoes that look like size 70, but he's drinking our water. And next thing, there's all these videos and these spoofs. So that stuff's been absolutely brilliant so far. Um, And then the second thing that Shaquille brings to the table is he cares about getting to know retailers and brokers and people. He calls them, he Zooms, he FaceTimes them. And that's what really matters about that deal. It's not so much just about social media. It's also about what does Shaq bring to the table with respect to the people he knows and the network that he has. And that's what I think is really starting to push sales. Yeah, he absolutely shows up in a variety of ways, even things you don't ask for. Now, you mentioned the bottle, and I think it's interesting. Uh, as you know, our firm is huge users of, of your product yeah. in America and uh, are also organically and authentically. Anybody that comes in our studios, whether it be at SoFi or here at The Win, or, of course, in our own studios, they're always looking at the different sizes and types of bottles and different products that you have. Um, 
you know, it's interesting as a newer company that you would have so many different SKUs and so many different bottle sizes. How has that worked and what strategy are you utilizing in order to, you know, effectuate so many different types of offerings? Great question. It was a big topic last week with our team because different cities, different retailers, different folks like different bottles, right? We launched a two liter, which is going to be the shack pack. <laughs> Some places love it, right? The two liter guys like it for working out. Um, I love it. My wife loves it better because she can now just pour it off the, off the counter a lot easier than the, the larger gallon. But our 500 milliliters and the sports caps are all coming back. And then I think the best is, is obviously this product right here. And especially when it's cold coming out of aluminum, um, it's just been a great product. So the varieties really helped us expand quickly too. It's amazing. And as the chairman, uh, what position, if you were a football team, what position, because a lot of people still, this is an entrepreneur show here at The Win. they don't really understand being a chairman. I'm blessed to be the chairman of Unstoppable Foundation, chief chancellor of Junior Achievement, chairman of the board of several companies, but people are confused at what a chairman does. You had mentioned you're not in operations. What are you doing as the chairman of Aqualine? What are your major responsibilities and where and how do you use your vision to impact the company? Yeah, that's a fun question to answer. Like I got I have to admit, like I wear a lot of different hats in a unique way, like traditional chairman role. I take on everything to do with the capital markets and kind of the work with the CEO and the team about the vision. But I also love getting granular. Like I sat in the sales meetings last week. I sat in all the management meetings. I'm instrumental in some of the new senior hires. So mixing it up a bit, primarily because the brand's grown so fast, so quickly that being able to get involved like that has been really, really exciting. It's interesting because in the beverage world, I've been blessed to work there for many, many years at Lee Steinberg and of course in sports world marketing. Um, there's a, a real um, poignant moment because it seems to be one of those industries where the biggest and most pressing time is when you hit chasm because you go from a manageable business to an unimaginable business. And I can see it in your face as you're describing yeah. uh, Shaquille O'Neal in that relationship, describing the product SKUs that you have, that you've hit chasm without even the traditional marketing with Shaq. And in your mind, you're like, wow, how do you, you know, fulfill orders from all 50 states of people loving our products? What do you see as your biggest challenge in the growth of the company? Not a fear of failure, but a fear of growth. Supplying all the SKUs. That, that, would, that makes me toss and turn a bit. I mean, full disclosure, I mean, we have had retailers coming in that are of size and will start to come onto our, into our chains. Um, but getting bigger, um, say, national orders, and if there's SKUs that we haven't readily produced for a long time, that would be, those are headaches, but they're great headaches to have because the alternative is our product goes onto a shelf and it doesn't sell. That's a tough, that's that's a tough, tough place one. to live, right? <laughs> I mean, there's there. a lot of... That's not your DNA, brother. That's not no, going to happen. No, I know no, you. no, no, no. And, and you, know, we've, we've, you know, we've shifted and bobbed, and that's leadership, right? Like you, sometimes you've got to realize when your product's not selling, you've got to shift gears. Yank it. It's just a, it's a dead soldier within the portfolio or, or pivot and do something different and, and bring something unique in. And as far as supply chain issues with COVID and the pandemic, um, are there still any lingering supply chain issues that you have to be aware of? Everywhere. Everywhere. Like that's real. But everyone does too. I mean, what I'm saying is not really with us. I would say we've been at the forefront of ensuring we have a healthy treasury. Um, we've brought on new people in advance to, to take care of it, new co-packers. We're looking at things internally and how to handle a lot of it ourselves. Um, it's, I'm not that worried about our supply chain issues, but it is everywhere. It's a real issue. I mean, we're getting calls from retailers faster, more, more. You know, that's what we're ramping up to do is to be the one that can deliver 
And when you saw, you know, about a year ago when I was on your show, our sales went Crazy. double. And it was because <laughs> we could deliver while other companies were kind of sitting there, you know, standing still and couldn't make it happen. What about uh, talent, recruiting good talent? Because, you know, everyone I talk to with your team is extraordinary. And I even told, the first time I met you, uh, you know, I told my team of investors, my funds, the guys that I'm working with on the investment side, I said, all right, I found a jockey, no pun intended because we got a big polo shirt on. I found a <laughs> jockey uh, that I'll invest in. Uh, you learned a lot, not only as a leader, uh, but as an athlete. And you won me over, you know, no pun intended as well, at hello, because you get it. But you've been able to recruit during the most difficult time some extraordinary talent, and you've built a culture uh, remotely. You just said you got to sit down with people for the first time in person. We're sitting down in yeah. person for the first time. Uh, how have you been able to do that, recruit such great talent, and then also create a culture virtually? That first year of COVID was a real challenge because I basically wasn't allowed in America. So right. I wasn't coming down. But I've been down every week since March. And from then, we've, out, we've hired some amazing talent. I mean, we interview. We're always looking. And internally, the beverage community has seen a couple sales and turnovers. Those are some of the best people to then go after. You know, look, it's no secret. Essentia got acquired by Nestle. Some great talent there. And they've shifted over. And we've, had, we've been very, very fortunate to be the largest independent water brand left. So people obviously naturally go, well, I'm left, just left the other one. So now I'm, I'm going to go do it again. And so that's where a lot of our talent's coming from. And then one of the other things that I feel when I'm with you is the spirit of excellence. And I know it's just proven numbers-wise that people that come and have played sports uh, for college or professionally, uh, by far, percentage-wise, is one of the most common denominators, especially for women, by the way, of executives. They played some sort of professional or college sports. With men, I see the same thing. Yeah. And one of the most interesting things that I have found from running the most notable sports agency in the world, working with you know Magic and Kobe and... Shaq over the years is that when you think you understand athletics in the spirit of excellence, you meet someone like Shaq, for example, that's still at a different level. There, there's tiers of the Hall of Fame, even. Yep. You know, we, in, as I marketed the Hall of Fame, I realized like there's guys in the Hall of Fame that look up to Warren Moon and to Joe Montana. They're fans, even though they're in the Hall of Fame, they still look like there's a different tier. What did you see as a distinctive characteristic of Shaq working so closely with him? Uh, as that spirit of excellence. That's something special that goes beyond just the desire that you must be what you can be. I think Shaq's just one of the most genuine, natural people that's kind of stuck to his and who he is. And I think he understood really quickly, and I'm not speaking on behalf of Shaquille, but I think he really understood when he signed with the Authentic Brands Group and they created that partnership, that he knew that he, didn't, he can be that athlete that's late, not punctual, and doesn't deliver. And that's what Shaquille does. He is... He embodies a leader, and I think he runs the Shaq brand as the CEO, founder, chairman, but he also understands all the way down to every single employee and what really matters in each one of the brands that he's represented. Yeah, I think he really wants to be more interested in the brand than interesting with the brand. 100%. Like yeah, he, I, I mean, there's one all-star on our team, um, Frank Chessman, and look, Ricky new hires Tom. Like We have just the most amazing team and, and very fortunate and humbled to be around them. But, you know, Frank's a great example. Him and Shaquille have their own relationship. They speak, you know, head of sales. Shaquille gets that because Shank continues to deliver. And when Sha Shaquille's made introductions, Frank closes. And that's no different than, you know, Tom Brady passing it to Gronk. Like, it's just the same part of the cog of a team. And it's just great to watch, actually, and be a part of. With you with the headsets, does that make you Belichick? 
Love, <laughs> love Bill. I mean, but I hope he's humbled on Sunday night. Oh I, hope, I hope Tom comes home and, and sticks it to him for sure. <laughs> I think he may be, as you know. Um, another thing to think about is the future. Uh, and obviously, you guys are a public company, a lot of different op opportunities and options. How do you assess shareholder value? Uh, as the chairman, you're held responsible for shareholder value. A lot of people don't know that. They think it's very simple when you're sitting in your position of who and what you're supposed to do. But in the end, your grade card, your scorecard, your Hall of Fame career will be off of shareholder value and assessing uh, the value of the company and what best to do for those shareholders. What for you is your primary focus for shareholder value? They got to make money. I mean, it sounds so I love it. BS and, and uh, <laughs> as an answer, but it's, it's the truth, right? Like the shareholders, you've got to make them money. And that comes from us, us executing and delivering. Um, we can expand and grow and not have a bottom line. That's not going to make them money. So, so those things are really, really important. I mean, they're the boring things you ask me, what's my responsibility? That's boring to, to kind of speak about, but that is, that's the bottom line and that's what I will be remembered as no matter if it's Alkaline 88, another brand or whatever it is, that's, you know, that's really important to me that, that investors who trusted me with their capital make money. And you know, I'm a big motto guy of make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. We've talked about how and why you want to make a lot of money, the having a lot of fun, which is really easy with Shaq. It's one of my favorite things working with ABG and Shaq and the Shaq Fun House. And yep. it'll go on and on and on. And we can't wait to see Alkaline 88 overlapping in a variety of different ways with what I've been doing for years. It's going to be so much fun. But helping a lot of people is a real concern of yours in your philanthropic uh, pursuits always has been for you. You're someone that I consider to be a compassionate capitalist. And in building your company from what I've been blessed to be you know, early on now to this mega powerhouse, and it's just the beginning, yeah. uh, and I can't wait to see everything that's going to happen in the next 12 months. You know, where do you balance the giving back component? Because it seems to me that you're always focused in on some kind of purpose or cause. You're just with Negu uh, supporting yeah. them and a variety of other charities as well. But how important is the giving back component with Alkaline, AD, Alkaline Water Company? Uh, Different answers too. Grassroots is really important. I mean, if we're going to be a brand uh, for the people in the communities, we've got to also do things within separate communities. And we do, a, I think, a really good job of that. And our team has input on how we do that. Working with Shaquille, I think, is important. We've done a few of things with him. I mean, he drove down the strip once uh, giving out water in a big semi. So I think that that's really important. And then there's also kind of the personal things that matter to me. And I've got a dear friend who runs a a charitable foundation in Canada called Music Heals. There's segments in the States as well, and that's something that um, really resonates with me, music and what it can do for youth and, and people, especially around mental health and things like that. Um, so those are kind of the three areas that are always in the back of my mind. You know, the last question here is, as your unbelievably beautiful wife is watching this show, and I'm thinking, this guy like me has outkicked his coverage uh, <laughs> 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 uh, by far. Um, but also, it's fun to see you traveling with her, uh, coordinating activity you get paid for with activity you don't get paid for. Um, but I know as a chairman of a large company myself, uh, how difficult it is to balance uh, that work-life balance. And as you're growing, it gets easier and easier to forget what's important. How do you remind yourself that how lucky you are? I always say, don't take for granted what other people are wishing for. Uh, how do you remind yourself, something I didn't do in my 30s, I absolutely do now in my 50s, uh, you know, I can't stand to spend but a few days away from my wife at most and, my, of course, my kids. How do you balance that? 
the balance part's still like I'm not that. I guess I'm I'm getting old, but <laughs> I mean it's I could you know can't not, stop it, my friend. I know it's just like it's a snowball going down a big hill, but <laughs> it's the kids for sure were were uh, really important to me. Like I, obviously we all love our kids, but seeing them, being around them, um, you know I think Kelly would be the first to admit that if I can get on an earlier flight to get myself home so I could make that practice or or help see them. I mean that that's what's kept me grounded. That obviously helps me with the balance without a doubt well aaron you are doing a phenomenal job with that weighted balance and that's why i'm getting out of the studio early today so i can go home and make sure i make that pop warner game tomorrow with my 11 year old son uh, the three teenage daughters get easier because they don't want to spend too much time with you so a couple minutes a day work well uh, feeling that a bit right now yeah as we are getting there <laughs> just wait till the boyfriends come <laughs> it'll get even better the incredible aaron key he is the chairman of Alkaline Water Company. You're going to see a lot more of it here in America. Trust me, if you're a Shaq fan like me, you'll be loving the water and loving Shaq. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook here at the Wynn Hotel Blue Wire Studios. Thanks so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Playbook as much as me. On a personal note, I just wanted to thank everyone for making The Playbook such a success. Don't forget to continue it by sharing, subscribing, and listening to your favorite episodes. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook.